0: Hello you, welcome, welcome all of you, every part into this space. And I say this with all of my heart, it's gorgeous, delicious, delightful to meet you here. And whatever stage you are at in your self-growth journey, all of you is welcome. My name is Natalie and I am the host of Light The Way podcast. And this podcast is here for people who are finding their dharma, who are searching for something else, who are really, really at that point of antithesis, on the edge of change and wanting to live more of an unconventional life, to pull yourself out of hierarchical systems, of patriarchy, and to really you know start to sculpt your own out of the ordinary soul story you are a change maker that is why you are here woohoo and we are in this podcast going to delve deep to your edges mm. and yeah we have to be brave But that's why I'm here as your guide to introduce lighter ways of being, to introduce concepts that you may have kind of heard about or felt in your heart, felt in your body. And we're going to be activating your intuitive mastery, the power of who you are, activating it all so you can really step into being who you were born to be. That's what this podcast is about that's what I'm all about. And I describe myself as a light translator. I'm here to translate the light I see in the world to amplify the human experience. Yeah, whether it is for motivation, for relaxation, you are going to be going to the extremes, to the extremities. And every time I invite you in here to be in that divine cocoon soul space that's just for you. So you ready? You ready to find out lighter ways? Are you ready to light the way? Let's go change maker. So welcome to wake up call stage two, episode five of light the way podcast. And I have a cup of tea in my hand. I've got my lovely, lovely flowery leggings on and I'm back in Spain. Hooray. So if you're just tuning into this podcast for the first time, as you know, my name is Natalie and it's always a pleasure to be here and just, you know, taking this time to to share in this way. And this season is the accompaniment to the book that I wrote called Light the Way as well. And today we're going to be delving into demystifying hierarchical projections. Now, my mum has read the whole of the book and uh, she absolutely loved it. And she said, I can't put it away yet, Natalie, because, you know, I'm still enjoying having the book on the bed, you know, the bed's beside me. She's still enjoying having the attachment to the book. And wake up number two is all about learning to detach from attachment. Uh Aha. Like wake up call number two, like this is a big, big, big life lesson. And one that some people may not even get to play with. But, you know, one other thing that my mum said to me, she said, Natalie, did you swallow a dictionary? Which we had a a kind of a laugh at. (laughs) So I said, no, I I, I didn't. You know, these words are all in my head. My nana also thought that uh, part of the book might have been written or edited. I was like, no, 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 no. This was all my work. Uh, You know, this was all coming through me. So that I can communicate these messages with beautiful people to guide, not even to help, you know, to guide you. Because I believe that you already know the answers, that the answers are already inside of you and they're just ready to be unlocked and activated. And there's a lot of talk coming up about this right now. And right now it's November 2021. And, you know, a lot of us are starting to question and ask questions and ask better questions. Always ask better questions. (laughs) But starting to ask the questions in the first place is very, very important. So I ask you a question. What is the saddest part of your story? Now, what I mean by your story is your life. Your life is a story and it has a sequence. It follows a sequence of of age and events and memories. And we create visions and pictures from those memories and we create connections. We create also disconnections, but we create attachments. So the saddest part of your story could be the biggest part of what is limiting you from being who you were born to be. Now, if you are coming in and listening straight to episode five, I do recommend going back and listening to the previous four episodes because this is going to give you more of an understanding of what this podcast is about and what this series of podcasts is about. But <laughs> let's continue. So I say, are you a sadness clinger? Do you like clinging on to that sad part of your story? Now, I did. but I didn't realize that I was doing it. OK, I didn't realize uh, I was doing it until somebody came and shone a light and asked me really superior questions and, you know, asked me things that other people might shy away from or you know, think they want to ask, but they're a bit too like, oh, well, you know, it's not my place to ask that question. And I love the people that ask the superior questions, the people that know who you truly are. And I see that a lot in people. I see that a lot in the people that I come to meet and I feel it a lot in people as well. Anyway, so the saddest part of my story has been converted And, you know, it's been alchemized and I've got past it. And life is is again a sequence of getting past these moments, these barriers in our lives that are holding us back. And you're here because, you know, you want you want that now. You want it. You might want it faster than it's coming, you know, like that impatience. I got impatient a lot. And when we're at wake-up stage two, we are starting to become aware. We know that these wake-up calls are coming. They're tapping. They're maybe niggling us or it could be aggravating because you can hear something else, but you don't quite know how to access it and, as I said, unlock it so that you can, you know, activate new ways of being. So detachment is, as I said, it's a big, 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 big thing for us humans because we become very attached. So learning to detach from attachment means that you first of all need to understand and know what you're attached to. So my saddest part of my story was clinging on to the stranglehold of the victim I had to release the grip slowly to ease myself gently away from the pain that was triggered from the sad parts of my story. And as I said, I finally dissolved and detached from this unhealthy relationship to attachment. And the saddest part of my story comes around being 12, 13 years old when my parents got divorced. And, you know, now I'm telling you a story. (laughs) It is obviously part of my story, but it is just a story. And I became very engrossed in the labeling of my father, the alcoholic. And there was some blame, of course, and there was judgment. And there was also a lot of unknown quantities in the sense of um, separation that had occurred through through the divorce. Now, the divorce for me, I knew was a good thing. I knew it was very healthy for all people in my family. But the saddest part of it and the saddest part of that story was what was to come, which was seven years of abandonment. It felt like abandonment and detachment from my father, the alcoholic. And I talk about labels here because alcoholism is a disease, but also I had become attached to the label. I wasn't seeing him as anything else. I could see the label of father and I could see the label of alcoholic, but everything in between was blurred. I'm just going to take a cup of a sip of my tea. Hopefully you can hear slurps and all. (laughs) And I lost him. I lost my dad. I lost him to alcohol. I lost something which I was so used to having in my life, even though it was dysfunctional. And if you come from dysfunction yourself, maybe, again, you are not aware of it. So please be kind to yourself through listening to this episode. And maybe you'll need to go back because this is like one of those big woohoo, wah, kind of mind fuck. Episodes. You know, I talk very rawly. I hide from nothing in my story, because I have overcome and I have done this to be here for for you, so that you can also safely move to your edges and then come back into the center. But you know, start to drift into that unknown space, into the void, so that you can, you know, elevate and and start to spread and expand. So this dysfunctional is functional to one living in the dysfunction. And if you do have the book, this is on page 55. And, you know, then when there is nothing to compare it with, how can we know any different? So another question. So how can you know any different when that's what you are so used to? And being kind to yourself is a big part of the the repair. And as we go through this journey together, you are learning to gain tools for your soul repair kit. Because probably at this point in time, you're feeling unattached from your soul and we need to attach you back. So I'm using these words a lot, like learning to detach from attachment. But there are certain times when attachment is healthy. We need to decipher We need to know when and where the attachment is limiting you. And as I said, I labeled him and this stifled any future versions of him and I with oppressive, dehabilitating vices that any of those labels came with. Simultaneously, I uh, caught a wave of sadness, which I further attached into my psyche. And as I said, I was 12, 13 years old. This is a really, really important time in our, in our evolution as a human, wouldn't you agree? You know, the hormones are starting to kick in and... You know, I I was also leaving home at that point in time. I was going to live with a host family. I'd gained a place at the Brit School, which is a performing arts school in Croydon in England. And, you know, I was like, it it was amazing. Like that point in my life was was absolutely amazing. I had new friends. I was already living and breathing unconventional ways of life at that point at, you know, 14. And if we think in kind of like seven-year cycles, you may or may not know this, but our cells regenerate every seven years. So 14 was a, was a poignant time of that regeneration of my cells and me coming into being Natalie and Natalie the singer, the performer. And it was light relief, actually. There's that word light. It was a lighter way of being in my life because I could really you know, concentrate on what I wanted. Um, But at the back of my mind, you know, there was that sadness of dad. And I found a friend. Her name was Felicity. And I remember one day sitting in the bathroom uh, of Felicity's house. And Felicity's mother used to rent, uh, look after vicarages. And I think she got the rent for free and stuff like that. And I I remember, you know, being in this night. It was a nice place. And in the bathroom and we were both in, in tears and we had found like the soul connection to release and chat out all of the angst. You know, that angst that sits somewhere in your body, you know, uh, let's just take a moment to close the eyes, to breathe, to connect. And perhaps you can connect in somewhere in your body where that angst lives. And I had that opportunity with Felicity to let it out, and she opened up to me. Maybe you've had a moment like this in this stage too, where you are like feeling really safe to open up, and maybe you're having that moment now, listening to this podcast, and you know, let 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 it come. Because we've got a couple more minutes together. Because what you're doing right now is you're identifying the attachment. You're also identifying where it lives in your body, and this is important because we need to cleanse and clean out that attachment. But first of all, for this part, it's just so important to know that it's there to recognize it and to know that it has been a part of you. but You are ready now. Ask yourself, am I ready now to detach from this attachment of labeling from the saddest part of my story? And are you ready to let go of being a sadness clinger? You ready to understand that it's been inhibiting your soul's growth? And perhaps you've repeated the trauma of the sadness through the eyes of the victim, just like I did. And if you are releasing, if that's coming in tears or moments of screaming, uh, maybe you've got a journal with you and you're scribbling down notes or just anything that you're writing, write it out. And these are ways that you're going to release because releasing is a process. It doesn't happen in a minute. It can happen in a day. But a lot of the time it happens over the right period of time that it's meant to happen for you. So as we begin to wake up to this, this call, this stage, and perhaps you're in a seven-year seven year cycle, perhaps stage two came seven years ago and now you're reawakening and understanding. <gasps> ah, okay, that's what was happening then. And now you're more ready to find those lighter ways of being, to be more of that change maker to step aside, to step around the problem and actually look down on it, detached from it, letting go of those destructive consequences and perhaps seeing a pinhole of a light to to the future and the future of you. But for now, that road is forgiveness. And for me, it was a long one. And each step I took was a projection of my own truths reflecting back at me, leading me closer to my soul's purpose, leading me to you, to being here today, to sharing this story. And, you know, I chose to heal that deep wound for my bloodlines as well, for my past, my present, my future. And as I cut the thread... You know, my life and new edges began to appear and so much magic has been sculpted since then. And I've just actually come off of the telephone to my dad. He's coming over here in 19 days and counting, he said, uh, to Spain to visit me here. And there's a lot of the story that I will be telling you, the healing parts of the story as we go through the next stages in season two. But for now... Just make sure that you take a nice deep breath through the nose if you can and then maybe a deep exhale out of the mouth. Grounding and just finding the part of that podcast, the part of this podcast that really resonated and perhaps, you know, find another time this week to go back and Bring yourself to a journal. Bring yourself back to that bit of the podcast. And as I said, just go into this release and go into that journey of knowing that forgiveness takes time. So that's your mantra. Forgiveness takes time. I am perfectly where I am meant to be right now. Everything is happening perfectly in the perfect sequential order to me and my story, learning to unravel, to detach from attachment. Until next time. Ah, oh, Thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode of Light the Way. If you'd like to connect more, then please come and visit me on my website, which is, of course, the co. And if you are looking for even more inspiration, then um, I hang out a lot on Instagram. So come and check out my profile, which is Natalie R. Farrell, underscore or that all important underscore. You know, it has been really delicious having these 10-15 minutes with you. If you'd like to connect deeper and actually delve more into this work, then why not email me at CosmicSoul at CosmicSoulSchool.com. And, you know, let's get your journey, change maker started. And I really, really look forward to you tuning in more to the podcast. Please do subscribe and give me some stars if you feel that that's uh, what you want to do as well. But when you hit that subscribe button, it means that you get a notification when a new podcast is, has gone live. So hit that subscribe button and let's stay connected.